you wonder what happened in sports today, Brandon Petrilli, he got the wave. We talking a lot with bros today. Cracking some jokes the podcast way. Goals on goals. Where homers on homers. Tutties on tutties. Got moments on moments. Just tune into BSP. Just tune into BSP. Just tune into BSP. Just tune into Petrilli. <laughs> man man oh man oh man that one hurt that one that one hurt a lot Phillies go and lose again to the Mets 10 to 9 lose 3 of 4 in Philadelphia out of all the games, that last one, that one hurt. That one hurt. Going back and forth, back and forth. Alec Boehm, two, three-run homers, give you the lead. You have three-run leads multiple times. But good teams, good teams do it. They fight back. You never have enough runs. Mets come back and win it. That extra run, we'll get into it in a little bit, but that extra solo home run after Canna hit his second home run, and the ninth, I mean, that was the difference, giving them 10. Man, man, did that one hurt. It's one thing, right, to lose a series, to lose to the Mets, to lose to anybody. It happens, right? But the thing that hurts the most is that I don't have anything to hang my hat on. I can't. I mean, I can spin it that Bryce Harper stopped playing. You know, you lose Sir Anthony Dominguez, but all season, this is the sixth series that the Mets have won over the Phillies, 14-4 and four on the year over the Phillies. It started with that giving up that six runs in the ninth inning, blowing that lead. Then you go and you get no hit up in New York, a wishy-washy no-hitter. Took, what, 10 pitchers to get it done. And then now just losing back-to-back series in two weeks. Bunch of good baseball games in there. It just hurts. It hurts. So welcome back to another episode of the BSP Podcast. I am your host, Brennan Petrilli. Took a little bit to get into the intro there, but, you know, it's got to air things out. Start it out because, man, what a weekend. Eagles played well. Eagles played really well. Uh, those second stringers, man, they're running the ball right down Cleveland's throat. You know, I mean, the the hurdle guy, Allen, got that big touchdown pass. I mean, that was really cool. I mean, I don't know, I don't know, man. That that, that game hurt. Now let's let's dive into it first. Make sure first, I got some big news coming up at the end of the episode here. So make sure you stay tuned. Uh, some really cool news with my career wise. Fill you guys in where we're going. Uh, while we missed this past week, been super busy grinding. We're we're grinding. We're getting there. We're almost there. We're we're getting there. So stay tuned. Release that news in a little bit. Breaking news. Um, but yeah, make sure you go subscribe to the YouTube page. You know, watch my me in agony right now, trying to smile through it. And my voice is cracking. It's been a long weekend, yelling and screaming. You know how it is. But go subscribe to the YouTube. Page. 
YouTube page. Follow me on Instagram. At Brendan Petrilli on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. At BSC Podcast on Twitter. All right. Now, right? What makes it hurt so uh, the most, right? Is that you had the opportunities. Yeah, you, you get these big three-run, four-run leads in these games, right? But you just never, you never had the confidence that the door was going to be shut, that, you know, that the Mets did to you the past two games, right? The, the first two games of the series, they got up five to two. You had a little bit of hope, but then they would tack on. They made it seven to two. They made it seven or eight to two. They tacked on and they put you away. And the Phillies couldn't do that. You know, even when Gene Segura hits that go ahead home run, the boys are hype. You're like, let's fucking go. Like, fuck the Mets. <laughs> like, we got this. You tie these series up 2 2. You take that as a win for how bad it was those first two games, right? But in the back of my head, I'm I'm sitting there with my family, you know, had a nice, we had some nice crabs on a Sunday afternoon, uh, some seafood pasta. It was absolutely delicious. Crabs, clams, a little bit of shrimp in that pasta with the crab to go with it. Uh, absolutely delicious. But anyway, sitting around watching the game, you're like, back of my head, I'm like, it'd be nice to get another run or two here just to give your guys a little bit of extra breathing room because they've been so good the for the past month or two stretch now. You know, David Robertson, it's been great. But you can just have that sense where in this game, this game alone, the Mets weren't going away. They were always coming back. They were answering. Literally, every time the Phillies scored a run, the Mets came back the next inning and added it, added to their runs or tied it up. It just it didn't feel good. And my gut was right, as it normally is, sadly. And they came back and they win the baseball game, right? It, it, it was I, – I'm sorry for – I'm just trying to make sure I put all the words together because I, I'm dumbfounded, honestly. Let's get into a couple of moves that – kind of had you dumbfounded in the moment, right? That everybody's talking about. And that is bringing in David Robertson after he pitched two innings on Friday night, 40-plus pitches, bring him back two nights later. Uh, I mean, the guy's a professional. My biggest concern, once you see, I mean, uh, with the new rules, you got to pitch to at least three batters, but his command wasn't there. The sharpness wasn't there that he's had. Canna had a long at-bat. Fallon pitches off. Fallon good pitches off, just like they were doing all series long against Nola and Wheeler. And then they capitalized. And they capitalized into the bleachers. But bringing Robertson in there, it's not the downfall of that game, honestly. I think the downfall of that game was afterwards, you bring in this other guy. I don't even know what his name was. You bring him in to face a, a batter or two, and he gives up a solo jack right after. The guy's throwing meatballs. Sev, I don't even know. It was like three letters. Bad journalism on my part there. I'm not even going to look it up. But that was the biggest downfall. You already had Robertson out there. He's got two outs. 
let him just get the last one, you know? I'd rather him go out there and battle against Lindor, Marte, and those guys, and Nimmo, than this guy. <laughs> like, uh, one of his first big league appearances. And you're going to throw him out to the Wolves like that? I get the pitch count. I get you You have guys that are hurt that just came out. You know, news, Sir Anthony Dominguez is placed on 10-day IL. They're hopeful that it'll just be that 10 days, but, man, with his history, who knows? And he's been so good for you that you hope that he comes back with shoulder soreness. You lose Corey Knable for the rest of the year. Uh, so I think that had a big thing to do with it, why Robertson came out in that situation. Because you wanted to preserve his arm a little bit. You have a long stretch of games coming up. You don't have an off day tomorrow. But it's against the Cincinnati Reds tomorrow. You know, like, I think that was the biggest uh, biggest downfall there because instead of one run to get off of Edwin Diaz, he had to get two. The guy coming into the game was 21 outings straight where he hadn't given up a run. Now, the Phillies were able to get that run, get one, which is a tall task in itself, let alone getting trying to get two. With JT and, and Nikki, Nikki C coming up to the bat, getting back-to-back singles off first pitches. That, that's tough, able to drive one of them in. But let alone trying to get two, that's why you just leave the guy out. Because then we're going to extra innings, then we're hype again, you know. Instead, you got to try to get two off a guy who's had an absolute awesome season. You could have shoved those trumpets up his pie hole. Coming up just a little bit short again, and it hurts. Hurts a lot. Now, I know there's going to be a bunch of Mets people in the comments, all my Mets buddies who are cowards, by the way, absolute cowards, absolute freaking cowards. They'll be texting whenever they're up, when they're up, but when they're down. And I send one little text, you know, oh, Alec Bohm with like the bomb emoji, nothing, silence. How about those Mets? Silence. You know, nothing. Nothing all last night at all. I get the notifications on silence. Cowards, absolute cowards, just like all you Mets fans that are going to crawl into the comments of me and Farzi. And shout out to another one who, stay tuned in a little bit, who I'm going to announce who I'm working for now. All you little assholes that came down the Citizens Bank Park. Let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. You guys are, no. All right. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Let me, let me recoup. Let me, I'll get a little heated. A little heated. It's a hot one. It was a hot one this weekend. What happened to September? It's coming around the corner. It's almost football weather. We need the coolness. It was 95 all weekend. Getting a little heated. But anyway. You guys are going to come in. Hey, good for you guys. Good. I'm happy for you. First time in a while, Mets have been this good. They're a good baseball team. I... I I'm not afraid to say that. They are. They really are. I just can't wait. But those, how good of a baseball team, they have high expectations. Really, really high expectations. They cannot be satisfied with losing to the Dodgers. Losing in the second round. They cannot be satisfied with that. Losing to the Braves in the playoffs. Which we're going to dive into in one second here. Looking at the playoff picture after this series. But this puts all the pressure in the world on the New York Mets because they're a very good baseball team. They got a deep lineup. They're scrappy. They got the arms. They got the talent in the bullpen. The starting pitchers are healthy. This is their time to rock and roll. 
And I hope they can live up to expectations for their sake. Because then all those dumbasses that are too stupid to be Mets fans, that should have been Yankees fans, you picked the wrong team just to die and crawl back into their hole in that cesspool of a Twitter, of Mets Twitter. Shout out Frank Fleming, the GOAT. But now let's dive into a little bit here now. Where does this leave the Phillies? Where does this leave the Mets? Where does this leave the NL picture for the playoffs, right? So where we're looking at is Dodgers and Mets are going to have that first bye, right? Braves are sitting pretty. They're up uh, four games on the Phillies right now uh, for the wild card. Uh, no, they're probably more. Uh, they're four games behind the Mets, I'm sorry, for that first place. Braves are coming down their neck. They're right there. They just took three or four from them this past week, right before the Phillies. Um, and then that leaves us with the Phillies falling a half game behind now, the San Diego Padres, who have been struggling big time after making all these big moves. So that sitting at it right now, Phillies are, they're in a good spot, right? Definitely making the wild card 100%, 99.9%. Making that wild card because you got the Milwaukee Brewers sitting two games behind you. Phillies have the have the tiebreaker over the Padres, over uh over Milwaukee, over the Giants, who are six games behind the Phillies, and over the St. Louis Cardinals, who are up a game and a half on the Milwaukee Brewers. Now, talking about it with my buddy Greg over the weekend, Saturday night, you kinda you kinda wish that three spot's not that bad. Sitting in the three hole for the wild card, you go and you play Milwaukee or you play St. Louis, who you've had very good success against this season. You match up well. Rather than having to go if you're in that two spot playing the Braves, who you've also played decently, but they're the defending World Series champion. Playing a team multiple times within your division is always a battle. You rather just kind of play the Cardinals or the Brewers, you know? So it might not be the worst case if they just get that three spot. Because you know the Phillies, uh, it was all the talk, right, at the beginning of the year. Oh, the third wild card, it's diminishing the playoffs. No. No, it does not diminish the playoffs. As the Phillies and San Diego have proven, they're good baseball teams that are getting in. This isn't the Eagles going 9-7 and seven and winning the division and the NFC beast, you know, like in – this isn't a team crawling and limping their way in and finding a way into the playoffs. These are good baseball teams that are going to win 85-plus games, 90 games in a season that are going to deserve to get in. And that's what's going to make the difference here as the Phillies are scratching and craw- crawling their way into the playoffs, and they will do it because guess what? <laughs> Listen to this, right? You, you had an absolute battle, and at this series – I'm confident that the Phillies can play with the Mets. I'm confident that the Phillies can play with these better teams in the NL. Because you see it in a game like last night. You need to get healthy. Of course, you need Sir Anthony back. Bad, please. But Bryce is coming back. You got Schwarber letting that calf heal up after he gets a triple. Gene Segura is coming out with big hits, finally getting his way back into the lineup. You got the bats. Nick and JT are getting there. Reese is due for another hot streak in probably a week. And guess what? You have the opportunity to be able to get these bats hot and get the pitching rotation in order 
as you got the Reds for uh, what four games at home. Then you got the Pirates for three at home. Then you go out west to the Diamondbacks to finish the month. You shouldn't lose more than three games in that stretch. Three. I'll give you one per series just because it's hard to sweep sweep teams. But that should be the expectation to finish this month. And that's where the Phillies should be looking at. Getting Harper back, hopefully, by September 1st is what they're saying. Hopefully getting Sir Anthony back. Figuring out what to do. Where does Jose Alvarado now fit in? He's got to put a bigger... He's got a bigger plate now. Probably pitching the eighth the eighth inning. David Robertson's now the closer. He's locked in at that spot rather than him and Sir Anthony going back and forth there. And then who's going to be that setup guy? Brogdon struggled yes, uh, yesterday, I guess, today on um, recording. But then you got Coonrod, Benatendi, all these other, Bilotti, all these other guys in the bullpen that are figuring out their new roles now with guys going down. And you have the ability to do that because these you don't have a lot of major league hitters on these rosters. And you can you can go and experiment. I haven't really talked about Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler. Kyle Gibson absolutely stunk. Past couple outings for him. Every time the Phillies go and get him runs, he gives it right back up against the Reds. They go back-to-back home runs. He gives it right back up again. He's been getting the strikeouts, but he hasn't been able to get those closed-down innings. Aaron Ola, I'm not that worried about. You know, he went and pitched, what, eight? Maybe the complete game against the, the Mets last week before, when they played them. He pitched very well. One run. Comes back, has a little bit of a stinker. It is what it is. That's tough. And two outings back-to-back to face the same team and have the same results, that's, that's hard to do, especially a team that's very good. Zach Wheeler, a little concerned. He's going into a little bit of that stretch where he doesn't have that dominant stuff. He's not blowing guys away. The pinpoint accuracy isn't fully there. It, it's kind of there, but then he loses one. He'll let one fly a little bit. But I, down the long haul there, he's got these lineups now where he can get two starts under his belt, where he can hone it, lock back in, and be able to bounce back for the September push here. Because when you come back here, you're going to be against the Giants. And then you go against the Marlins, the Nationals, Marlins again, and then the Braves. So we got a decent stretch of baseball here. It was... The best thing about that I could take away from this past weekend is the intensity of these games. Eagles had their preseason game today, right? They did well. I mean, they look good. But the hype's not there around the Eagles right now. That should be because the Eagles are going to be very, very good. I really haven't done a show on them yet because of the Phillies. And that's what makes it so great that baseball is here. It's not going away. They are battling they are battling against good baseball teams and they make these games count they make every game count and that's what's making it so electric as we come down the home stretch here where we're going to be looking at playoff baseball again red october hopefully for this phillies team that's what makes it so great the intensity is back in philadelphia and i can't wait for it we're here covering it all make sure you go subscribe on youtube Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. That's where we are. This is the BSP Podcast. I'm Brendan Petrilli. Go follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. But now let's get into a little bit, a bit at the end of the podcast here. A couple things I want to update everybody on. 
I like trying to make this a family, make us all close knit. I love trying to communicate with everybody out there that listens. But feel free to reach out, DM, tweet at me, call me an idiot, say I'm I'm the smartest guy out there. Whatever. It, I I want I want you guys. I want to build a community between me and you, and have fun with this. Because man, it's going to be a crazy couple months. But another thing that I'm super excited about to build and keep building my career. It, it, it's I, I come out of I came out of Susquehanna University, sports media degree. Was the head of the radio station at WQSU for the sports department. I had so much fun doing that. Right now, I went through a couple different jobs, full time gigs. I wasn't feeling it. Decided, hey, I've been working for Mark Farzetta and the Farzy Show. Make sure you go sub to them on everything. Still doing that. Been doing that for about 10 months now. Uh, and it's been absolutely great. Finally getting another opportunity now to go. And I, I got a job part-time with the 97.5 The Fanatic, uh, one of the big radio stations, sports talk radio stations, the only sports talk radio station in Philadelphia, as long as I'm working for them. Uh but doing events for them, and it's been absolutely awesome. This past weekend, I did an event with Anthony Gargano and Charlie Manuel. It was a meet and greet. It was so cool at the Deptford Mall in New Jersey. Uh, got to hang out with Charlie. Me and him talked about Nick Cassiano's swing for like five minutes. It was sick. Took a selfie with him. Uh, it was really cool. And now uh, I've been working for Broads, uh, Hunter Brody. He's on the afternoon show for the 97.5 The Fanatic. Broads is awesome. Giving me an opportunity to run his YouTube uh, shorts. And stuff like that. Kind of what I've been doing for Mark. But now I'm doing it for Broads too. Uh, and he's a monster. He's taken off. And I'm, I'm happy to be with him. Excited to go along for the ride. And see where it goes and takes us. Because we've been grinding. Behind the scenes. Everybody. Family and friends. You guys know have been grinding. Being up late. Cutting everything up. But we're, we're making steps in the right direction. Uh, just wanted to keep everybody updated. What's going on. Uh, make sure you you know stay tuned. Subscribe on Twitter and everything. We'll try to keep everybody updated on that too. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening so much. I'm excited for what's going on. Very excited, if you can't tell. Dropped it a lot. But shout out to the 2 and 5. Go Birds. It's getting hype. It's getting real hype. Maybe we'll have Sierra on. We'll do a little bit prep for your guys' NFL drafts, fantasy football drafts coming up next week. So stay tuned. A lot of Phillies baseball. Eagles are they are going to be good. Shout out to the 2 and 5. Go Birds. See everybody later.